Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. Courtesy of our friends across pond at Boxing247.com. Hope you appreciate all the contributions that their writers make to this uh, fantastic show. We're going to start off with a couple of stories out of the Philippines. Uh, one involving uh, someone who could be great and one who I think is due for retirement. Let's have a look first at Charlie Suarez. Uh, especially uh, after the defeat of uh, Mark Maxeo. But anyway, let's have a look at this particular story because the headline reads, Is Charlie Suarez the best Philippine boxer ever? So let's have a see what this writer has to say. Mark Maxeo was striving for the number one spot in the world when he battled unbeaten 35 and Ray Vargas in Texas last week. And despite a dramatic fight where Vargas was dropped to the canvas, Magseo showed significant flaws in his game that resulted in him losing the title and the Philippines now being without a world champ. Magseo has historically shown an ability to improve with every new challenge and it is possibly just a matter of time before this Bahal-born talent will rise to the top once more. But he is not the Philippines' lone hope to shine bright on the world stage. Charlie Suarez is without a doubt the best, most technical boxer the Philippines has produced ever and yes we are including the iconic Manny Pacquiao Suarez has been the most heralded amateur of the last decade winning three SEA games gold and defeated many of the world's best including Oscar Valdez Suarez went on to lose controversially at the Rio Olympics to the outstanding Joe Cortina by split decision but this British boxer is now the IBF world champ after destroying Japan's Kenichi Agawa, courtesy of a stunning round one knockout. Talks are now in the pipeline for Cordina to face the prodigy Shakur Stevenson, assuming the star doesn't take the inevitable jump to 135 in the near future. The King's Warriors world title claims were scalable long ago. It's almost uh, painful for that he had faced the fabled uh, Vasil Lomachenko on five days' notice while visibly injured, only to make the champion work overtime to earn a victory. The Philippines' Suarez was out of the ring for 18 months subsequent to that match in order to rehabilitate from his extraordinary effort. Charlie Suarez has made an immediate impact in the pro ranks and it is now obvious that as successful as he was as an amateur, he's even better suited to the longer round format. Suarez retains a near impregnable off defense and combined with his high punch count, he has dropped only two rounds in his pro career thus far. He also displays an ability to temper speed and power and recall them at any time they are required. Above all, Suarez is an incredibly relaxed fighter, and this really comes to the fore for him in 12-round bouts. This unbeaten fighter has amassed 11 wins, 7 knockouts in extra quick time and will be making a WBA regional title defense in Manila on August 7th against Mark John Yap. Yap is one of the better internationally performed Pinoy in recent years, having successfully defended OPBF titles on multiple occasions in Japan prior to the pandemic. The Davio-born boxer has detractors when he left the amateurs, but has quickly established himself as the Philippines' premier talent. He has five bouts during 2021, 
and he'll contest five in 2022. This is a fighter that takes very little damage and like his predecessor, Manny Pacquiao, has speed to burn and a petrol tank to go with it. It is expected that Suarez will have at least two more fights this year after his August 7th WA title defense and most likely abroad. The plan is to stay busy, keep winning and defending belts and maintain the rapid ascent to the world number 60. There's no rest when you're chasing a world title. What is assured is that it's only a matter of time before the world gets to see this phenomenon, which is Charlie Suarez on a global stage. And when they do, they'll get to fall in love with Philippines boxing all over again. There you go, fight fans. Direct from Boxing247.com. They're stating their claim. Charlie Suarez is the next great fighter out of the Philippines. Let's have a quick little look at uh, Kazuto Ioka versus Don Nietes, uh, battle number two. Uh, but Nietes was unable to dethrone Ioka. Don Nietes showed he still belongs at the world title level despite falling short in his bid to reclaim the WBO belt. Nietes challenged champion Kazuto Ioka in Tokyo. Uh, but after 12 rounds at the Ota City General Gymnasium, he lost on points. The three ringside judges all scored the bout in favor of the impressed Bioka by margins of 120-108, 118-110, and 117-111, and in turn inflicted only the second defeat of Nietes' career, and his first since 2004. Now keep in mind, Nietes is 40 years of age, and he showed moments of equality, which I've seen him win world titles at four different weight categories, but Ioka's had a superior output in most of the rounds and defended his WBO crown. Filipino hero Nietes mounted a strong finish and would trouble Ioka throughout the contest with his counter backhand and uppercuts, but the hometown fighter was a clear winner in the end. Nietes, who headed into the fight declaring his aims to box again until age 45, emerged from the fight with credit despite Ioka's dominance in long spells. So there you go. Um, two, two stories, uh, which I said were based on Filipino fighters. Uh, one on the way up, I think, and one realistically might have seen, uh, I don't think he's going to continue fighting until he's 45. Let's put it that way. But good job uh, for Nietes. Anyway, let's move along here quickly. Wow. Uh, out in Pachanga Resort Casino in Temecula, California, on July 15th, that's tomorrow night, we're going to see Arnold Barbosa Jr. versus Danielito Zarella. Southern California, 140-pound standout, Arnold Barbosa Jr. wanted the main event spotlight, and he'll get his opportunity to shine when he takes on the Puerto Rican contender, Danielito El Zorro Zarella. In an 10-rounder, it's a junior welterweight showdown, uh, as I said, at the Pachanga Summit at the Pachanga Resort Casino in Temecula, California. Uh, Barbosa is 26-0, and 0, by the way, 10 knockouts. He's from South El Monte, California. He's a nine-year pro and closing in on a world title shot. Uh, following a series of headline-grabbing victories in 2019, he knocked out former world champion Mike Alvarado in three rounds. The resounding Los Angeles homecoming that solidified him as a top contender. Now, he says, I've been waiting this for a long time. This fight will put other fighters at 140 on notice. We're going to take full advantage of it. Zarilla is undefeated, ranked, and coming off a great win. We're going to make a statement on July 15th 
I want a world title shot soon. And I'm going to keep pushing forward and fighting whoever they put in front of me. Fair enough. Keep in mind, Zarilla is 16 and 0, by the way, 12 knockouts, uh, a native of uh, Puerto Rico. So good stuff. Going to be a good fight. Good to hear from our friends again in California. Let's move along to Pennsylvania, just outside of uh, Chester at the Levate Event Center. Dylan Price versus Drew Correll. They'll be fighting on Saturday night, 16th of July. The Summer Heat sizzles just outside of Philly this Saturday as Flow Sports Fight Night, live, powered by Everlast, partners with its 25th promoter, David Price and Price Promotions, to showcase bantamweight prospect and former seven-time national amateur champ Dylan, the real deal Price, as he takes on his next challenge in an NBA title contest. Show number 61 for the fan-friendly streaming platform begins at 7 p.m. live from the Elevations Event Center in Chester, Pennsylvania. So as I was trying to pronounce Lelevate or whatever in the title, which was obviously spelled incorrectly, um, it actually is the Elevations Event Center. Says Mark Fatto, Principal and Director of Business Development uh, for Laneker Media. We're excited to be able to watch budding superstar Dylan Price face his toughest test as he continues to ascend to the bantamweight ranks. As it always my pleasure to partner with Everlast and Flow Sports to provide this platform for burgeoning prospects, many of whom earned their first pro victories on Saturday. Among them, Sadeki PQ and Michael Woods will deliver uh, all the action ringside. It's going to be a mid-summer scorcher, he says. Fair enough. Good stuff. We always see great fights coming out of Pennsylvania. All right, let's move along to a place called Toppenesh, Washington, in the USA. Again, going uh, tomorrow night, or maybe tonight, actually, 14th is today. My apologies. At the Yakima Legends Casino in Toppenesh, Washington, the official weigh-in for the fight uh, promoted by RJJ Boxing will be broadcast on UFC Fight Pass. Uh, the weigh-ins were held today at Yakima Legends Casino. And let's have a quick look and see who's fighting. Quinton Rendell uh, is the co-main event to welterweight. Uh, going against Ivan Koba Panzik uh, out of California. They both weighed in 146 pounds. The co-feature for the vacant NBA America's Super Middleweight Championship, 10 rounds, is Andrew White Lightning Murphy out of Washington and Isaiah Jones out of Sonora, Mexico, in the super lightweight division, by the way. You're also going to see William Hernandez go up against Margarito Hernandez in the super middleweight division. Joseph Aguiar is going up against Lawrence Reynolds in the super welterweight division. Chris Johnson, 7-0, going up against Devontae McDonald. And in the lightweight division, Brian Sanchez going up against Dylan Cervantes, making his pro debut, by the way. As I said, all available on UFC Fight Pass. Let's pop along now to Mohegan Sun Arena in the USA. CES Boxing returns to Mohegan Sun Arena for the first time in nearly seven years. On Saturday, August 20th, with Summer Heat, the latest installation of its 2022 fight series featuring two of the sport's hardest-hitting heavyweight prospects. There we go with the heavyweights again. Here we go. Let's have a look here. CES, newest acquisition, six-foot-six right-hander Cassius Cheney. Out of New London, Connecticut, and six foot four, Serini, 
out of Sicily, uh, Giuseppe Casamano headlined Summer Heat in Separate Bouts. The two CES stablemates have combined for 41 wins and 32 knockouts in nearly two decades as pros and find themselves firmly entrenched among the nation's top 20 heavyweights with an opportunity to inch closer to the dream of competing for a world title in that very clogged division. So a quick look here. In addition to the highly anticipated heavyweight showcase, Summer Heat features a long-awaited return of new London female featherweight icon, Shelley Vincent. Undefeated Irish super middleweight, Francis Hogan of Weymouth, Massachusetts, and fast-raising bantamweight prospect, Angel Gonzalez out of Hartford, Connecticut. Hogan, by the way, 11-0, 10 knockouts, another recent addition to the CS roster, and a member of the Iron Workers Local 7 Union, returns after cruising to a unanimous decision over Rodriguez, Lopez Rodriguez in June. The undefeated Gonzalez, 10-0, aims for his fourth win of the year in as many tries, which includes a hard-fought victory over Ira Terry at the CES April 2nd showcase in Connecticut. Good stuff. Shaney, by the way, is 21-1, and one, uh, returns to his home state August 20th after signing a promotional agreement with New England's top promoter, joining forces with promoter Johnny Burchill Sr. He's born in Baltimore. Cheney relocated to Connecticut as a youth and initially put his talents to use on the basketball court at the University of New Haven. So we look forward to seeing the result of Cassius Cheney's bout up against, uh, let a quick look here, uh, Giuseppe Cusimano. All right. Let's move along to some press quotes featuring one of our favorite quotable fighters, Jake Paul, who's going up against Hasim Rahman Jr. Let's have a quick look to see what they have to say to each other. If you want to see the entire, uh, by the way, uh, article, please go to boxing247.com. Jake Paul said, you're not in the ring, sir. And that's what, oh, oh gosh. All right, let me, let me backtrack. The subject of Paul's boxing resume came up with Rockman stating that Paul built his career off pummeling former MMA and NBA athletes. Okay, that's what you're next. That's why you're next on the list, Paul responded. That's why I'm fighting you. Asim Jr. was flanked on the DS by his famous father, the former two-time heavyweight champ, Asim Sr., who rose to prominence looking out, knocking out Lennox Lewis in 2001 in South Africa to become the unified title holder. Paul referenced Rockman Sr., saying he wouldn't be able to fight his son's battle on August 6th. You're not in the ring, sir, Paul said, and that's what your son doesn't understand. He thinks he's you, and that's his biggest mistake. And on August 6th, I'm ending the legacy that your whole family has. Woo, zinger. All right, also on that bill, by the way, is Amanda Serrano. Let's have a quick look at what she has to say. I'm truly honored to have such a fast turnaround. The fight with Katie Taylor was a huge event, not just for females, but for boxing in general. I'm super happy to be back at Madison Square Garden with my manager, Jake Paul. And we get to show the world that we're fighters. And he gets uh, to take off his promoter turtleneck and put on his boxing boots to show you that he's a fighter as well. 
uh, Rockman Sr. said, let's have a quick look. I'm excited like everyone else. I just don't know how I'm going to feel when Jake's 100 million fans hate my son when he beats him. They're going to hate him. I think he's been disrespectful, looking past my son, because Jake is a real fighter and we respect that. I just think he's moving too quick. I think he picked the wrong guy at the wrong time. Jake Paul, by the way, added a few zingers. He's going to get beat up by a singer, a musician, a seashell collector, an amateur, a Disney boy, a YouTuber. I'm all of those things. I beat him in sparring. He knows that too. We have the footage. You're probably a little nervous about what happened when we sparred, but under the lights with 10-ounce gloves, it's going to be different. That's why I do this sport. I don't do this sport to spar. I do this sport to fight. And when he gets under the lights at Madison Square Gardens in front of 20,000 fans, you'll see what the result is. It's bring your kids to work day. <laughs> we know he's going to come out in Southpaw, so it's me fighting at Southpaw for the first time. But other than that, nothing really changes my preparation. I support professional fighters in the gym all the time, two to three times a week for the past few years. Guys way better than him. So nothing really changes. We're prepared for this. You got Beat in sparring, and you know it, he says to Rockman. <laughs> That's great. This is 100% a tougher fight than facing Tommy Fury. This is what I do. I take hard challenges and challenge myself more and more and increase the real level of opposition and give the fans what they want. People say, a real boxer, here we go. This guy is bigger than me. He has more experience. There's no reason that I should win this, but I'm proving to the world and proving to the kids out there that if you truly put your mind to something and you're dedicated, and you will win. Rockman Jr. said this. This is such a huge opportunity for me. I never one second guess or even doubt the outcome of this fight. I'm the one giving credibility. None of your other opponents gave you any credibility. Speaking, of course, to Jake Paul. I'm here to end this facade that he's calling a career. So we're going to see on August 6th, Jake Paul Paul. You're definitely going to see that. They put footage that they want to put out. Do you do put up footage when you turn around and run away from me in the ring? You turned back. You turned your back on me and ran. You're going to see that on August 6th. Who have you fought? You haven't fought anybody. You fought champions in the NBA, MMA, but no boxers. I'll be using both hands on August 6th, and I only use one hand when I sparred him. He can't even spar anyone with one hand. He's not even on my level. I box this man with one hand behind my back, and I promise you, He's turning his bag and, and he'll run from me. He, I was I was trying to help you, he says to Paul. He's definitely barking up the wrong tree, though. I'm going to mess you up. I think that I haven't reached my full potential yet, and I can definitely perform better than any of my previous fights. So on August 6th, we're going to come fully prepared. Woo-hee! Oh, boy, do the fans look forward, and I look forward to that fight. So have a quick look at what Ryan Garcia had to say prior to his fight coming up against uh, uh, Joe, Javier Fortuna. Let's have a quick look. Uh, all right. Uh, sorry about this. Just got to find the quotes here. Uh, undefeated boxing superstar Ryan Garcia, 22-0, out of Victorville, California, hosted a virtual media roundtable. Ahead of his scheduled 12 round lightweight fight against former two time world champ Javier Al Abidjan Fortuna, 37 and 3, by the way, 26 knockouts, out of La Roma, uh, Dominican Republic. 
the, the fight will take place in downtown Los Angeles, CryptoCom Arena, formerly Staples Center, on July 16th. That's this Saturday. And it'll be streamed uh, on Zone, on the Zone. A few quotes, uh, what the fighter had to say during the media call. Uh, Joe's consistency in his work ethic never misses a beat. He'll always look to improve or find a way better your game. He's there all the time. His work ethic is unmatched. Overall, though, my skill level improved. This is due to my consistent training over my brief break. My mind is up to speed in terms of timing, reflexes, distance, and control. Overall, my game is much better. I think it's pretty obvious where we're headed once we pass Fortuna. I'm going to be uh, campaigning for the fight against Javante Davis. We want to be transparent about the process to, to people that we want this fight. I want to find ways to exploit the truth and clear the fog. I have to be transparent, just like I was with the cruise negotiations. It was been close to my family. We have a lot of traditions. We keep each other close. We love each other, pray together. And this journey of my boxer and my fame, my family, been there with me every step of the way. It's very important to me because I love my family. I love everyone being happy. I love sharing all my success with everyone I love. Love, love, love. Let's see how that result turns out for him. All right, let's quickly finish uh, today's story. El Zorro signs with Queensbury. The the 14-0 cruiserweight star and boxer tournament winner, El Zorro, has signed a promotional agreement with uh, Frank Warren's Queensbury. The 29-year-old is trained and managed by Martin Browers uh, out of Peacock Gym in Epping, alongside now promotional teammates Denzel Bentley, Chris Port, and Louis Lynn. Um, uh, he now becomes one of the most experienced members of Queensbury Cruiserweight, which includes Arnold Obadai, Alois Jr., and Natty Neguena. Zorro believes his tournament triumph, uh, the boxer, B-O-X-X-E-R, uh, tournament, uh, paved the way for a union with the Hall of Fame promoter. This is the benefit of these tournaments, Zorro considered. Sky, we're hosting it, but going forward, Frank is going to be taking care of my career. It's all good. I went to see Frank, and he congratulated my performance. He offered me a contract going forward. Frank will be handing my career, and I'm over the moon with that. Fair enough. Yet another cruise weight that we're looking forward to seeing uh, in the ring, and I look forward to seeing the results of his next fight. Thank you once again for joining me here on Talk Fight. Appreciate it. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, please. And uh, we'll see you later on at 4 p.m. for Knuckle Up at 4 with Mike Orr and Cedric Ben. Thank you. See you then.